as if. Looking out a dirty old window. Outside the cars in the city go rushing by. I sit here alone and I wonder why. Friday night and everyone's moving. I can feel the heat, but it's soothing and heading down. I Hello, this is Minute 59 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Darren, your host, and with me today is Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Hi. And Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello. And today we are covering Minute 59, which starts with a pan down, a kind of crane shot down onto a super tired Cher and a super tired tie, who is basically asleep in Cher's lap, uh, being approached by Josh, who is asking the question, how are you guys holding up? Uh, which seems clear to me that they're not holding up that well because they're basically asleep. Um, and then it finishes with Cher and Josh in the car proposing it would be dope if they got some takeout for the lawyers who were on doing the depots. I love all the jar- the slang, the depots, all the, the legal jargon. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that Josh is a law student by the way that he calls depositions depots. Yeah, I can I like the kind of the end of this minute I just like which is kind of like concluding the party, you know, you st- like um I think the Boston's are taking uh Christian's <laughs> I was wondering party. if that's I, what they were. I was like, <laughs> guys go with them. That's the mighty mighty Boston's. <laughs> this will be a, a night you'll be able to talk about forever. Yeah, you'll, you'll tell your grandkids, like, I party with the Mighty, Mighty, Mighty like, Bostones, and your who? grandkids will be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, the trombonist, I think, is on stage picking up his trombone, or the roadie is picking up the trombone. I don't I don't know why a trombonist would just leave their trombone on stage. Uh, but that's, like, kind of going on in the background. But, yeah, it seems like it's the Mighty, Mighty Bostones, but I don't think it's the Mighty... Like, it might just be like some of their roadies and some of their friends or something and just like one of them happens to be carrying a guitar case. Yeah, I was um, trying to figure that out. They kind of are like dressed in like night. Like I feel like a roadie wouldn't be wearing like a button up shirt, like a bowling shirt, which I think like one of them was wearing. But I, yeah, I could not tell because I, 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 you know, it's I, the 90s, guys. Like, who knows? They all dressed. <laughs> it was a weird time. Like back backwards baseball jerseys and that's just crisscross i don't know yep. no that was literally everyone <laughs> okay it wasn't just i was i was i was a little younger i don't remember <laughs> these things i just wore what my mom gave me <laughs> <laughs> well i i mean the thing that i noticed particularly is uh ty's shiny boots um as mm-hmm. she's as she's lying there on Cher's oh, lap, yeah. she's got like super shiny boots on <laughs> and i don't like, see kind of like a hologram thing yeah i, I don't it's I, like her accent piece yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what brand they are or what's going on, but... I'm pretty sure they're Doc Martin. Yeah. I, I like to think, because um, when I was watching her with her outfit, I was, like, trying to... I was thinking, I'm like, I I like that Um, they kind of make it that... uh, You know when, like, makeover something where the popular girl makes over the not-so-popular girl, but then, like, for the rest of the movie, the, the not-so-popular girl is just killing it with fashion. Like, she's suddenly has this amazing wardrobe and everything. <laughs> but, like, with Clueless, like, it's almost like the makeover they did with Cher, which is, like, a fun afternoon thing. But then, like, they became friends, and then Ty just wears her overall shorts and you know, from then on. But, like, she's trying, so she has, like, these, like, kind of sparkly boots on. Yeah, she's, so, like, wearing more, like, pastel colors. And not, yeah. You know, she's not dressed so so dark and, and so, you know, baggy. Um, she, she also but, doesn't have... Um, 
I don't know if this, I mean, I think this was deliberate, but when you meet um, Ty for the first time, when we first meet her, she has these like terrible um, bags under her eyes. Like her eyes look like she hasn't, she looks like she hasn't slept for days, basically. And for the mm-hmm. rest of the film, she, ne- she never has, she never looks that tired, basically. She always at least looks a little bit more kind of like reasonably awake. Um, so, I mean, well, she just moved to Southern California. So, yeah. like, her, her life is so much easier now. Right? <laughs> so much vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's getting more sunshine. Yeah. So, I, well, I have to assume that's what it is. Yeah. But, she, but she's. In the Midwest, we all have bags. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, judging by the accent, she's meant to be from Jersey. But, yeah. So, she's kind of like that's a. overcast, isn't it? She's kind of like a sleep. I don't know. I don't know, Jersey. I think that's what she's Sorry. meant to be. She's meant to be like East Coast to West Coast is meant is what it's meant mm-hmm. to be. Reflecting the rap wars that were happening at the time. Um, of you know, course. The, the kind of... <laughs> this was a, a really sober commentary on the rap wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we lost so many was. good men. <laughs> we lost. I know two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... The, the, two, for the sure. two obvious ones, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. This, but anyway, so, yeah. So, Ty is basically asleep. Um, you know, which I feel is a commentary, as we've said, on East Coast rap, which at this time was probably fast asleep. Um, and I, I like that Christian is kind of like, let's keep partying, even though Ty is literally, literally horizontal. She's done for. And he's like, let's go to this party. And um, again, he's like, um, what does he say? He's He's got the skinny. He's like, these guys here have got the skinny on the hat. Yeah. Which is yeah, like big yeah, like the after hours or something. Got the skinny yeah. on the ads. He's like his his. I mean, I love the way he talks. It's just so yeah. I I I just I knew a lot of guys like that in college, who would like have this like very like faux sophistication, but they're just drawing from movies and things. Of of well, it, you know, it's it's. It's kind of funny you say that, Hannah, because one of the things he says to Josh, so after after Josh says, no, no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take the girls home. Um, Christian says, thanks. And he says, you, you got my marker, which is this like weird old fashioned way of saying essentially um, like it, um, you have my IOU, right? Yeah. And it yeah. comes from, from guys and dolls. Which is perfect oh for God, like that's right. someone like Christian, right? Because that's like the theoretically era he just the like era. Wants to live in. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like you know, kind of guys and dolls is not really that era. Like it's 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 kind of right. you know a, a, a like facsimile of yeah. I mean, like and how uh, singing in the rain is the twenties, right? Um, yeah, like, or you know, Greece is the way the seventies saw the fifties, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's this whole kind of silly, you know, f- fake. Um, you know, rat pa- rat pack sort of thing that he does. Um, also, an and, indication and, that he g- likes a musical, which again, uh, that's, that's yes, true. that's true, that's true. Like he's <laughs> he's he's, he's another well-versed. clue. Oh my god, so many subtle. Cl- it's like the sixth sense. Like <laughs> go back and watch and like, oh yeah. my god, they never talk to him. It's like, oh my god, so many musical references, so much Tony Curtis. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And he yeah. um, he said he says to Cher he says you're a down girl which at this point she is pra- you know she's practically down because she's out for the count at this point she's like she lo- I mean this is. is like one of the few times where Alicia Silverstone like looks totally tired um, mm-hmm. but we cut yeah. from that straight to Josh I'm assuming that they've already dropped off Ty because um, mm-hmm. it's just it's just them in the car and I think it reuses footage from another. <laughs> Another scene, I was watching it because I watched my scenes a bunch of times and then I rewatched the whole movie. Yeah. And the part where Elton is driving her home, they pass that same purse. <laughs> <laughs> and right. I was like, 
and I, I, I like kind of like to think that it's like, oh, continuity. Like this is the way home for her. Like she has to pass that hurts to get home. I, 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 don't know. I mean, it, it's probably just you know the same background, same video background, yeah. right? But it worked for them, right? It, it, it fit for the story. So I made, I made a whole back story for it. Yeah, you know what, account. Hannah? That's for your fan fiction, okay? It is. I'm, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> well, I, it's funny because Josh kind of here, he kind of like, as is like the relationship between Josh and Cher, which we're going get, to get to explore deeply in the next like few minutes, because particularly in the next. Oh, the, I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. Tomorrow's <laughs> minute is particularly good in terms of like exploring their relationship. But he kind of takes mm-hmm. a couple of shots like um, Cher is like, have you noticed any kind of like positive um you know, changes, and he's like, yeah, under, under your tutelage, she's, she's exploring the challenging world of bare midriffs, uh, which is like a shot at Cher, and then he goes, yeah. so you didn't want to make a night of it with the ring-a-ding kid, which is then a, a shot at Christian. <laughs> so within a space of, like, two sentences, he's taken a shot at both of them, because, you know, he he can't he can't kind of leave it alone. He's, he's kind of got to, he's got to take a little bit of a dig at them. Um, yeah. Can can I say though that like ring it in kid is still like an excellent laugh line and yeah. really like any moment where Josh or Mel makes fun of Christian is just like top notch in this movie. Like it, you I can't remember when when Christian picks up Cher and 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 you know Mel just kind of lays into him for his his silly style but yeah. Josh picking it up here with the ring it in kid is just excellent. And um I mean that's obviously a reference to the 1961 album by Frank Sinatra called Ring a Ding. Which, if right. you if you ever take a look at the cover art, features this horrific painted picture of Frank Sinatra that just looks like it's like a horror film. It, it looks horrible. I don't know why anyone <laughs> thought that was good, like artwork, but it's got like let's. Fall I don't in. know. I'm gonna look it up right now. You should. You should. Anyone, in particular, anyone listening to this, you should take a look at this artwork because it just looks terrible. But you know, it was the style of the time. <laughs> Uh, and it's got, you know, like, it's got a lot of kind of big songs on there. But, you know, more important, it's got, like, Let's Fall in Love, which I think is the kind of one that people, uh, you know, might know. But also Let's Face the Music and Dance. Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of later on, tracks were added, like, um, Zing, Went My Heartstrings. Which... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just saw there it. You go. <laughs> it's No, it's it's kind of amazing that it sold so well because you'd think people would see it at the record store and be like, oh, Freddy Krueger had an album? No, thank you. <laughs> I, Freddy Krueger's not even a thing yet, but I know about it somehow because this is horrific. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a... That was just. It reminds me of like my aunt used to have these like um, this horrifying. uh, I I want to say it was like Winston Church or like um, Charlie Chaplin like carved lamp. It was like his face, but it was like a carved. His body was carved into the shape of a lamp, and it was the most horrifying thing. And that's (laughs) what it looks like. It, It looks like he's like carved out of wood, and but it's like. Oh god. This is how we honor our culture cultural heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Horrifying <laughs> art. <laughs> well, I'll kind of 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 note is the fact that um Sinatra recorded Have You Met Miss Jones for this album, uh but they left it off and they put it on um the album like the, the kind of the following year which was uh Come Swing With Me. Good. And um it's funny cuz like you've then got like you know, four or five albums where it's all about Sinatra and swing. So I feel like that Ring-a-Ding Kid kind of um hit it kind of it's weird because it actually works within the kind of aesthetic the christian is going for because that is what he's going for he's he's going for swinger era sinatra 
Um, so it's kind of interesting that um, Josh's zing was so kind of perfectly, uh, you know, timed. You know, like it's it's actually Josh's really his references. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a clever guy. Well, you know, it's, I think it's like it must be like freshman kind of swing. I mean, it must be like something that he's taken uh, to kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, he's, he's getting in all the clubs. He's trying all the clubs. <laughs> Yeah. He just did swing class this week. Oh, that would be so funny. I, now I'm just imagining a film with like uh, Paul Rudd from this film, but doing oh like my swing God. The, classes. A, a coolest, like the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the spinoff of like just Josh's first year in college <laughs> and him trying to find himself. I, I, I think, I think that's a good enough kind of like, it's funny because like Shed, uh, as she, as she is, she doesn't like, she never, um, like nothing that people say to her seems to really register. So the fact that he's taken, like, that Josh has been, like, you know, bare midriffs and ring-a-ding kid, and she has has just, like, oh, you know, daddy daddy wouldn't go too ballistic, you know, it's not like he's going to sleep or anything. So, like, obviously, her thought is not, um, oh, you've just taken a shot at Christian. It's, oh, you know, daddy just wouldn't let me stay out, so. But the kind of, this whole party thing kind of highlights the relationship between Cher and her father a little bit in that, like he's protective when Christian comes over, even though he doesn't need to be in any way. Um, uh, but also like Cher isn't the kind of like kid who's going to stay out late to kind of defy her father. Like the fact that she knows he's going to be waiting up for her. She's like, you know, she could have, she could have easily gone out with Christian and the mighty, mighty Boston's roadies, (laughs) but she kind of decides, you know, she, she doesn't want her father to, to worry. You know, she knows her father's going to be up all night, like working on the depots. And so she's like, you know, let's go, let's just go back home. She's, she's not, she's not the kind of person who's going to kind of push the boundaries. Uh, She also has the excuse that her trainer is coming really early in the morning uh that's such a good excuse yeah <laughs> oh, I'm gonna use that. i mean i wish it was real but like that's also it's and it's a really good excuse and it makes people go oh i don't actually want to hang out with you after all <laughs> like uh, just go I home kinda, yeah yeah i think in this context it also kind of lends a kind of credibility to the fact that um share has a tendency to be eating quite a lot not kind of like um not brad pitt in every single film since the you know since 1999 <laughs> eating like it's not a bit that she does but there are, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scenes where she's actually eating food and obviously Alicia Silverstone is in fantastic shape and I think the idea of saying like you know with Ty when she's like we've got to do you know these workouts we've got to do buns of steel every day and she's kind of saying you know I've got a trainer coming in the morning because you know that's how that's how you get to eat tons of food and staying reasonably good shape is by having a trainer so also, I feel like she having herself. yeah. Also, I feel like having a trainer in Beverly Hills is kind of just like you know everyone's got one. It's not it's not anything special. Yeah, they they live in that kind of weird world where looking good is part of your job, right? It's it's an yeah. expectation. And yeah. also, like that's a even if she's she's lying and her trainer's not coming, that's a plausible excuse mm-hmm. in yeah. this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like it's not like one that people are going to see through, like I'm washing my hair. It's literally, yeah. oh, your trainer's <laughs> coming in the early in the morning. Makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah. and then we finish the scene with Josh, uh, you know, kind of saying, you know, like, uh, they've got to stay up to finish the depots. Uh, and then Cher saying, it would be so dope if they got them some really delicious takeout. I bet they haven't eaten all night. And that's where our minute ends. Um, and, you know, I think that is kind of like, uh, I think Cher sometimes is kind of painted as being selfish. 
Um, but she's not. No, she's she yeah. she's always kind of looking out for people. She's always looking out for her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mm-hmm. you know she she's looking out for Ty's social standing. <laughs> um, you know, so I think kind of saying, well, you know, we should take these all these lawyers uh, some uh, food. I think that's just that's just one more thing to show that she's not completely selfish. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so sure, the way that she is selfless, like she's able to to you know, she's very socially aware of, of, you know, how you should be, um, acting or how you should be living inside her weird little bubble. And so she's really good at making sure that, that everyone else is, is able to kind of meet those expectations. So that, that's obviously most clear with, with Ty, right. And, and yeah. her, her, her tutelage or her charity work that she's doing with Ty. <laughs> um, but she's also thinking about, you know, um, her, her father and, and the lawyers and, and working all night and like putting herself in their shoes, which is, yeah, they need food so they can keep working all night because that's what's expected rather than going home and, and nagging her father into going to sleep because he needs to sleep. Right. Yeah. And now while she's suggesting this, um, there's some Radiohead playing in the background. I couldn't quite identify the song as many times as I I've think tried. It was fake plastic trees. I thought, yeah, I was yeah. thinking it was the same song that was playing earlier in the movie. Yeah, I, I yeah I could I I kept singing it and she I couldn't. Loves that song. I, yeah, I couldn't quite get to the chorus, so I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, I think it is p- fake plastic trees. But I didn't want to say either way. But yeah, so she's but also Cher is messing around with a uh, a cassette album. She I don't know mm-hmm. like it, I can see the parental advisory label on it, but I can't quite make out what the artwork is. But she's basically <laughs> just kind of messing with it, almost kind of like puzzled as to what it is. Um, I think it was that really hardcore album that the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones put out. <laughs> Some really rough stuff on it. She, she, did, she bought it at the concert. Yeah, she did. Well, it's from some guy, oh, some guy standing him in the trunk. Uh, after, <laughs> kind of, that's, that's, the, that the was, uncut they version. have a they have a table. They're the Mighty Mighty Boss. <laughs> the trunk. They don't have. A, they have a foldable table. They don't have a trunk like uh, MC Hammer or um, Jay Z. Uh, two artists who got famous from selling their albums out of trunks. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how MC Hammer made his name was was tapes out of his trunk. Um, so obviously, for anyone under the age of like fifteen, tapes were what we used to buy albums on before CDs. So uh, hey, that's they're that. coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> are so, they? Yeah, yeah. There's um... like, was it, oh gosh, are people gonna be like, oh god? Audio sounded so much better. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think it's it's they kind of so born out of like mixtape culture. That's kind of where oh, it's coming back. Yeah. But um, not to not to derail this fun coolest podcast with like a bummer of a story. But um, cassettes, if they're clear, are allowed into <clears throat> excuse me are allowed into prisons because you know CDs you can kind of break and they're they're sharp and you can turn them into oh. a weapon. But uh, yeah. cassettes can't. So there's actually quite quite a big market for them. At That's least actually in the US. like. The more you, the more you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 God, I hope that cassettes don't come back. They're the most inconvenient things in the. I, they really I remember are. I had the cassette of Help, the like the Beatles album. Yeah. And yesterday was the first song on track A, and the last song on track B was, um, oh God, in the movie it's the one when they're slight, they're like skiing. I can't remember what song it is though, but I loved the last song, but 
yesterday always made me so sad. So <laughs> I never wanted to listen to yesterday. So I would always stop it before the last song on side B. So I wouldn't have to fast forward through yesterday. So I never got to hear the last song. I always remember it. It's like just the inconvenient tricks of cassettes. Mm-hmm. You young kids, you don't know these things. Um, With your MP3s and your <laughs> So um, I was going to say, are there any other Alicia Silverstone films that either of you recall seeing other than Clueless? Um, no. <laughs> Batman and Robin. That's the one she was in, right? Yeah. I don't know if she was in that, but I don't yeah. think I've seen it. I, I have a very strong memory of um, a, a trailer that was on the VHS um uh, of Clueless that I used to rent regularly. And it was um, a movie starring Alicia Silverstone and Benicio Del Toro. And Exc- she, excess like, baggage. she's a rich, oh yes, excess baggage. That's it. Yeah. And like, it, it, and tell me if I'm remembering this plot correctly. She's like a rich girl who hires him to kidnap her to get her parents' attention. And then they fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds 90s. That yeah. is the, that is kind of the, yeah, that's the, the plot. Um, I was gonna. Uh, I mean, I just thought of one I have seen. Oh, yes, God, you know, go for it. You go for it, Hannah. Um, um, I do remember, and I remember I have not seen the whole movie because I think they, there was too much cursing, and my parents turned it off. Um, was Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser? Oh wow! The the, the bomb shelter <laughs> movie. Yes, <laughs> where she like falls in love with him, but she like I don't know. She she he, like he's spent his entire life underground with Sissy Spacek and Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Like pretending um, it's the fifties, or still thinking it's like the fifties. Yeah, thinking, they, yeah, they've made this enormous, like, elaborate bomb shelter, and he's grown. He was born there, and because they thought there was like a, a the new, there was a all of create like America was destroyed, and like they he's grown up, and they need supplies, so they send him above, and he meets her, and she's like trying to help him get all these supplies for the next fifty years, and then they fall in love. I mean, I haven't seen the end, but I assume they fall in love. <laughs> well, and, you know, he, he grew up with all this 50s culture, so he's, like, a real ring-a-ding kid. He's a real... Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Nailed it! That is a... I was sitting on that one for a while. Funnily enough, uh, Christopher <laughs> Walken is also in Excess Baggage. Uh, oh, my God. So They're, they're like Breck and Meyer and Brittany Murphy. They never <laughs> kiss, either. I forgot about that. <laughs> they, they don't, know. That, um, that's a bummer for another minute, though. Yeah, I mean she she was also in um, Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed, playing the love interest. I'll take your word it. for it. I missed that one. Yeah, um, do I have to see Scooby Doo One to understand her point? <laughs> I did see her on an episode of Children's Hospital recently, and she was really funny on that. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like a Munchauser by proxy, but she's actually eating her child. <laughs> she's married to Rob Hubel's character. The That's name of the good. episode was Munch by proxy, rather than Munchausen by proxy. Munch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she, um, she of course reunited with um, Jeremy Sisto for four episodes of Suburgatory, which is I never saw that show. Which is weird because obviously in Clueless, their characters do not end on good terms. So I don't know why you would. I don't yeah, know like why, why was that would the, think the that was relationship a... you needed closure on? <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, Jeremy Sisto has softened, you know, considerably in over the years. So I guess it didn't seem quite as severe. I, I always think of him in Waitress, and he's just as awful. Oh, God, yeah. And Clueless. He's disgusting yeah. in that movie. Funnily enough, Waitress has been brought up quite a few times when people talk about Jeremy's sister. 
I, I literally watched it again this weekend. So if oh, you want more talk about Waitress, I'm full. I'm ready to <laughs> go. Yeah, the Tony, the oh no, it's it's July 5th, but uh, the Tonys were last month, and Waitress was he uh, a nominee for Best Musical. So oh nice, Jeremy Sisto, like he's a good good character actor boy. Um, okay, so I think we've kind of covered everything about this minute. Um, so, you know, uh, if you have anything to plug, do you want to plug here? Uh, I'll say Ashley first. Uh, sure. Um, I'll just plug my Twitter account. Um, it's at AE underscore Chalinor, C-H-A-L-L-I-N-O-R. And it's sometimes fun and sometimes about Ontario politics. So my apologies in advance. <laughs> and Hannah? I'm going to do my, t- oh, sorry. I- I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to do my Twitter account too, Scarlet two t's at the end o the, the letter o and para scarlet opera it's a pun um and i i tweet about library stuff a lot um i tweet um while i drink sometimes i watch movies and that's sometimes fun um i'm gonna also plug uh i just thought of one of my co-workers at the library has a really great podcast called the abc book uh review podcast and um it's a really great uh they do lots of different genres and they just, it's not like about a certain book or something. They just come and they talk about all the books they've read recently and if they like them or not. And it's really great. So I think you should listen to that if you like books or, or need something new to read. <laughs> okay. And um, obviously I'm on episodes of this podcast and the other ones that I've produced. Um, so uh, you can go listen to them. Or, I mean, I suppose you could follow me on Twitter at my name, which is just Darren Husted, um, if you wanted to. Uh, so otherwise, we're done for today. So uh, I'm hoping you can both join me tomorrow. Sure. I see. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's us for today. So goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It's produced and edited by Darren Husted. This episode was hosted by me, Darren Husted, with my guests, Ashley Chalner and Hannah Van Dura. Like us on Facebook at As If, the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at as if underscore podcast and follow us on Instagram as if podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcasting app of your choice and please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.